0: Greetings and welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series. Podcast episodes are available on VHHA.com and on popular podcast hosting apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many others. Episodes of the podcast also air each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM. 92.7 FM and 820 AM across Central Virginia. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. Again, that's PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. And today we are pleased to be joined by Jeff Lingerfeld, the CEO of Bath Community Hospital in Hot Springs, Virginia, for a conversation about his career, the unique challenges rural hospitals and healthcare providers face, and more. But first, welcome to the program, Jeff. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here, Julian. Well, we appreciate your time and you making a a moment in your busy schedule. So to begin with, you have several decades of healthcare leadership experience at hospitals and health systems in California and Illinois and North Dakota. I know you're uh, originally a North Carolina native. I imagine that each of those stops were unique in their own ways. But if you could, would you tell us a bit about your professional journey and specifically about the decision and experience of moving cross country in the middle of a pandemic to lead Bath Community Hospital?
1: Well, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, I've been blessed to be in wonderful parts of the United States and benefited from each stop along the way. Uh, when the opportunity came available to come to Hot Springs in Bath County, as you mentioned earlier, I'm a native of North Carolina. And so to get back closer to family during the pandemic, certainly was a driving force. I was living in California at the time in in a beautiful location uh, way up in the mountains, which is oftentimes not what people think of California. We were a critical access hospital in in a small community. But with the pandemic and and the beauty, actually, that surrounds Bath County... It was just an opportunity that I felt like I needed to, to take advantage of, and it's it's great to be here. It's a beautiful part of the world to live in.
0: You uh, joined the hospital, if I understand, in the fall of uh, 2020. What's the experience been like in the acclimation process for you?
1: It's been a great experience. It's been an interesting time to join any organization during the pandemic. Bath County has been spared a lot of the the harshness that probably urban areas have had to deal with as it relates to the pandemic, but we we still have been affected. And as a small rural hospital that's dependent upon every patient that we can take care of, with people staying away from healthcare during the pandemic, it certainly uh, had its effect on us. But this community is resilient, and the staff are committed. And it's it's been great to see we're you know kind of digging ourselves out of the hole after this pandemic. So. It's been interesting, but I think we're everyone's positive here and, and looking to the future
0: well i want to springboard off of some comments you just made uh, you pointed out the hesitancy on the part of some people to seek out medical care during the pandemic and obviously we here at the association and Hospitals like Bath and many others have encouraged people to seek out needed medical treatment and not to be afraid to to seek it out during the pandemic because hospitals are very safe places to be because they've instituted new hygiene and sanitary standards, uh, you know, enhanced environmental cleaning, all those things. And particularly if someone's having a a medical emergency, they should not delay care out of a concern that they could contract COVID-19 by being in a healthcare setting and that delay in care as well as the broad broader impacts of COVID-19 have had a a significant financial impact on healthcare providers. Hospitals across Virginia in 2020 faced revenue losses exceeding $1.8 billion. And as we mentioned, Bath Community Hospital is a rural hospital, and there are some unique challenges associated with being a rural provider. Across America, 180 rural hospitals have closed since 2005, including two in Virginia. Jeff, since you've worked in hospitals in, in other rural communities, I wonder if you can share some thoughts about the challenges rural providers face and how they might have been intensified or magnified by the pandemic, and then perhaps some strategies to address them and preserve access to care in rural communities.
1: You actually cited some statistics that I was uh, going to mention. It it really is a challenge in rural communities because as we all work to try to drive down health care costs, as you know, part of driving down those costs are volumes and Bath County has a declining population. So how do we increase volume? So I think what we've, we're trying to do here now is strategically look at every service line that we could offer effectively and safely and offer that here so people do not migrate out of the community and then also work with other institutions where we can collaborate and try to provide seamless health care. So for rural, as I've told some folks in other communities that I've been in, it may cost you a little more to have your CT here. But do you want the CT here all the time? Because if you do, we run a lot less people through our CT every day than they do in a larger urban area. So our cost, our fixed costs, naturally are going to be higher. You know, and I think people locally get that for the most part. Um, they may not like it, but but all of us are being asked to pay more for our healthcare out of our pocket. And one of the things that was great coming to Virginia is that uh, the Medicaid expansion because if you look at some other states where that did not occur, really the economic burden on the rural hospitals are even greater. And if you look at where those hospitals have closed, those were some of the states where uh, Medicaid expansion did not take place.
0: That's a great point about Medicaid expansion and how it has availed coverage, affordable coverage, to so many low-income Virginia adults who previously were ineligible for that type of coverage and how that has helped the system overall. did want to stick on the theme of of rural health care for one more moment. Bath Community Hospital is one of seven critical access hospitals in Virginia that serve rural and somewhat remote communities. For those who are unfamiliar with what a critical access hospital is, Jeff, can you just explain that concept, please?
1: Sure. A critical access hospital is a hospital that can have no more than 25 beds. It's got to be in a remote location, and we are reimbursed a little differently than our larger counterparts. But the challenges are very real for rural hospitals and for critical access hospitals, even with these built-in advantages. And when you look at our emergency department uh, during the pandemic, the emergency department visits were down 35% and uh, the emergency department is the kind, if you will, the front door to so many of our other services, lab and x-ray. So really the, the whole hospital was was affected by that, and, and I'm sure those numbers are consistent probably pretty much throughout the country as far as ER uh, visits being down, and then uh, people, as you mentioned earlier, delaying surgery, and then Unfortunately we found ourselves in cases where we were doing emergent surgeries because people were delaying care and and oftentimes the risk is much greater with emergent surgery and the recovery time much uh, much longer.
0: It's important to understand critical access. I mean the, the name explains it all. You know, it is a provider in a rural community that without that provider, there would be a dearth of of services, including emergency services. And one other point you hit that I just want to underscore, you said 35% decline in emergency department visits at Bath Community Hospital. As you said, you suspect that's consistent across the board. It certainly is consistent across Virginia. Our data tells us 30% decline in emergency department visits at hospitals across the Commonwealth in 2020. So significant challenges there. And and as you said, you know, everyone's trying to to dig out and to position themselves effectively for the future uh, so that there are healthcare resources uh, when people need care, whether it's emergency service or a scheduled surgery, as you mentioned, or other things. So I appreciate uh, you sharing that perspective, Jeff. And now that we've tackled the serious stuff, I do have a few other questions for you just to give our listeners a bit of a a sense and an insight about who you are beyond your work. The first, sir, and this is an entirely imaginary premise, but in the hypothetical scenario that you could anticipate your final day on Earth, what would your last meal be?
1: <laughs> well, my, my wife's uh, idea for a last meal for me would probably involve uh, broccoli and deep greens with some carrots, but I would probably prefer uh, a ribeye with a baked potato. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, our, our wives help keep us in line and uh, keep us That's on right. the straight and narrow. But uh, that ribeye sounds good. The next question for you, sir, is what's one post-COVID thing you're looking forward to being able to do?
1: You know, I think the big thing that people don't really think about with COVID is that the isolation that has occurred. And so I think the ability to get together with large groups of friends. Certainly the pandemic probably made all of us in those moments of deep reflection appreciate those friendships and the, the quality of life that that brings to us. So I, I think I look forward to getting together with large groups and, and uh, being able just to share.
0: That camaraderie, that human connection, that interaction, it, it's very important uh, for our emotional health and, uh, and our social growth. So it makes a lot of sense. And then finally, last question for you, sir, if you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book one album and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks?
1: Oh, boy, you know, uh, the Bible would probably be the book uh, because it's been a powerful influence in my life. Um, The movie would probably be a TV docudrama, Lonesome Dove. Mm -hmm. We're looking for fresh horses. Ours are putting their war out chasing red cloud that's a nice looking animal you got right there well,
0: thank you i like him myself
1: i'll take him and uh, any others you got
0: he's not for sale
1: i ain't asking i'm telling you i'm requisitioning that horse uh, for the government i'm telling you
0: he's not for sale and what was the last album is the third sir the
1: album oh um it would probably be an old Marty Robbins uh, album, uh, Gunfighter Ballads and trail songs.
0: He spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. Okay. Sounds like a, a bit of a Western theme there between uh, Lonesome yes. Dove uh, and your album pick. Well, listen, I do appreciate you being with us today and for sharing uh, some about your experience and your career path and, uh, and what's happening at Bath Community Hospital. And with that, that's going to bring us to the end of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so that you know when new episodes are available. We want to once again thank our guest, Jeff Lingerfeld, the CEO of Bath Community Hospital, for being with us today. So thank you, sir.
1: Thank you so much, Julian. You have a wonderful day.